Hey, good morning. It is Wednesday, October 6, 2021. Kelly, a very happy national. Um, I got this actually note from your kid. It is National Transfer Your Daughter Money Day. She asked me to celebrate and make sure you were aware of the national holiday in which you're supposed to transfer money to your daughter. <laughs> you know what? Every day. We don't need a special day for that one. Google it. It's a thing you can look it up. It's a <laughs> real thing you can do today to let your daughter know that you love her. <laughs> Life Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. I saw a little fox in our backstage area being like, tell my parents it's transfer money to your daughter. Day too. She wrote herself a little note. I could see that happening in the control room. Uh, we've got a lot to get to, um, including Max Scherzer's new wardrobe, um, how nearly trashed food is going to help get rid of uh, food waste in a delicious way. Alexandria, big win for them. But Kelly, let's get started with the high heel races. What do you say? Okay, let's do it. The annual tradition, it's coming back. The high heel races um, happening in D.C. on 17th Street for the 34th annual. This is when there's a big old race in high heels down 17th Street, hence it being called the high heel races. But I, I always am like astounded that it's 33, 32, 34 years old. This is the 34th annual. And I try to think back of like these drag queens, 34 years ago, racing down 17 high heels. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and a lot has changed in 34 years. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that the tradition has continued and it's become a lot bigger and a lot more awareness than it was 34 years ago. Totally. And it's like absolutely like completely mainstream. Actually, um, I came to, to DC in the end of October, 2006 and the high heel races was one of the first things that I went to. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, they don't have those in Scranton. No, there's not a big high heel race in Scranton. That is the <laughs> thing that we don't, they haven't gotten going on yet in the electric city, but who knows? Maybe someday soon it'll be on uh, Tuesday, the 26th. The parade begins at six 30 and then the races start at nine. And like, if you've ever been like a treadmill runner or like a runner just on the pavement and you're like, Oh, I'm going as fast as I can. No, no, these Queens are in heels. So you can, <laughs> you can try harder because my God. And they're not kitten heels. They are like no, legit no. high heels. Like, do you, I, I, we should, we should like interview, um, a, a racer because like, is it on the toes? I think like if you have, or do you like reinforce the stiletto? Like, how do you not just like crack your ankle? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Have you ever run in heels, Kelly? I, um, yes, I have. Yes. I mean, not for like a race. I'm usually running from something or to something, <laughs> but <laughs> no. I meant like running to catch like my Uber or yeah, like exactly. you know, catch up with friends or something like that. Totally. When <laughs> a new yeah. bar opens at an event across the room, <laughs> any of those things, something like that. Let's talk about a little baseball. Yes. So baseball postseason officially started last night. The wild card race against the Red Sox and the uh, Yankees. Great game. Uh, Red Sox pulled ahead. And the reason why I'm talking about the Red Sox is because another one of our Nationals players is in the postseason, which is Schwarber, who plays for the Red Sox, had a home run last night. 
we remember those days back in June when he was doing those in a NASA uniform. <laughs> but it's almost like we're like missionaries. We've just like sent our people off to go spread the good news of how great DC used to be at baseball. Yes. And even though he was only with us for about, I don't know, six weeks, eight weeks, um, it still hurts. Mm -hmm. But tonight is really going to hurt if you're a NASA fan because this is the promo video that the MLB sent out for the uh, Dodgers game against the Cardinals. Mm. because Max Scherzer is their starting pitcher. And now we can't play the whole video because it's got some licensed music and Facebook doesn't like it when we do that. Yeah. Um, but and we're like, making sure Facebook is comfortable these days. We <laughs> want to give them whatever they want. Well, they can do whatever they want these days. So let's not, you know, let's play by the rules. It's it true. might change. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this video, it's up on the MLB Twitter handle. And it's like Max Scherzer, one of the best, Pitchers in baseball history, Cy Young Award winner, played in multiple World Series. It goes on and on. And then you see Max in the number 31. I didn't realize because I haven't really been watching Max. He kept his number over at the Dodgers, but of he course will be, he did. His well, number. I know, but you can't. It's, it, what if the Dodgers already had a number 31? Because I think Trey had to change his number because someone else already had mm -hmm. seven. But look at that, that 31 in blue. And look at him with the Dodgers hat. He's going to be on the mound tonight. Anyway, mm -hmm. and if you're keeping track, more Nats players are going to be on this game. So the uh, Dodgers play the Cardinals. Of course, we have Trey and Max with the Dodgers. And then John Lester, who was also with us for a very brief time, is playing for the Cardinals. So you get, it's like a, it's like watching a Nats game. It really is. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> Maybe they'll do Baby Shark. I mean, if you're colorblind, like <laughs> it could be a great experience for you. You listen to it on the radio, you know, you, they, you see less blue that way. I feel yeah, that's, that's true. A way to go about it. That's true. It so was we'll it, was it the Chargers and the Rams game that was in California, uh, the football game. And they went to Max and Erica like in like one of the suites that celebrities sit in. And I was like, I'm glad they're living their best life. They were like, and in attendance tonight is Max and Erica Scherzer. Good he was them. ours. He kind of was ours with us. Good for them. Oh, uh, no. Good. Yeah. Living the L.A. life. Also, yeah. the L.A. crowd is used to being like, in the box is yeah. Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. They're like, right. oh, who are the Scherzers? I don't even know who they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why are they tennis? Are they reality stars? I don't even know. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe Can you imagine? Know, maybe they know Kendall Jenner or something. How do they get up there? What if Erica Scherzer becomes like real, real no, housewife? No, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Nah, I might even entertain that lunacy. Um, just if you are just one little thing with that, and I'm not trying to be nasty here. I really am not. Okay. <laughs> Max Scherzer did start for the Nats in 2019 as our pitcher for the wild card game against the Brewers, which, as we all know, we ended up beating, and you know the rest is sort of history. Mm -hmm. But Max did not have a great start. And they ended up pulling him, I think, at the fourth or the fifth inning. And um, Strasburg came in to kind of win the game. So. Wow. You want Erica Scherzer <laughs> to be a real housewife? You're talking ish about Max Scherzer's wild card start. You really are more wounded than I thought you were, Kelly. <laughs> you put on a brave face, but you're just as mad about this as I am. I love baseball. <laughs> <laughs> And also, um, people love Alexandria. This is pretty cool. Alexandria um, got the bronze out of all the cities in America for the best small town in the USA. Love I love it. this. Yeah. And do you know what the number one and number two were? Because it's it's kind of striking when you, Was when it you hear Was it Scranton? <laughs> no, I don't even know if they made the list, Tommy, oh. to be honest. 
Yes. It was Aspen was number one. I mean, oh. talking about bougie. And then yeah. number two was Charleston, South Carolina. Oh. And then you got Alexandra coming in at three. And then what's really cool that make this even better is that DC on that same kind of like a different list, but the same release of the all these lists that they're doing, got number six for the best big city. Hey. And of course, Alexandria is like DC's little sister, mm -hmm. her brother. So um, very awesome. cool. Mm -hmm. I think Old Town needs to be part of DC at one point. Well, there you go. We're looking back at the old maps. Um, I wonder if somewhere, well, not somewhere, in Tyson's, they're like the Grinch on the hill being like, someday <laughs> we will be, the, we will beat you, Old Town. We will beat you. Can't, you I, Tyson's, I don't think, goes into small town. Like, I mean, well, you, it's not a big town, right? I, like, I mean, there's skyscrapers. Yeah. And there's, I mean, and uh, traffic there is, is sort of of epic proportions. Mm -hmm. And they have the giant mall. Like, I just don't think of Tyson's as a small town. Right. But then I, I guess of, like you couldn't call Bethesda a small town either. You could. Why? They have skyscrapers. Okay. I think of a small town, I think of like Loudoun or Leesburg, Leesburg, Leesburg and Loudoun County. Okay. Okay. Or like, or like Columbia or Reston. Uh, Reston starts getting a little bigger. I don't no, know. No, like original Reston, like on the lake. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like the Plaza Reston, not the town center Reston. The OG. The OG Reston, yeah. <laughs> okay. The original Reston. <laughs> okay. I hope someone makes a shirt that just like the original Reston. <laughs> It's a thing. Way to go. Way to go, Condé Nast, the arbiter of all things important, calling Alexandria so great and calling DC so great. We'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, this is kind of cool. 1,000 pounds of about-to-be-trashed food was sent to six DC restaurants, and they made things delicious. So I wanted to play this for you, Kelly. I, I did this uh, story for NBC4, which I think is really cool to talk about. Um, Food waste is such a huge issue just across the country. And I didn't realize uh, in researching this, the USDA said that between 30 and 40% of the food produced in the United States ends up going to waste. And that's like restaurants, stuff at your house, grocery stores, et cetera. So obviously like we can all do better mm -hmm. on it. Um, and so uh, the, the company Imperfect Foods donated a thousand pounds of like about to be trashed food to DC restaurants. They made items with this donation and then for every item that people buy this week they'll donate five dollars to dc central kitchen so like Very it's all cool. around like it's got all the things and then each of the restaurants that are participating like toki underground and like uh chaya tacos and rasa and uh dauphine the, the brand new spot they're all hosting like talks and like dinners and like all kinds of other special like food waste stuff Another way that restaurants are getting creative. Totally. It never ends. But I didn't know if you knew this. In Northeast D.C., like right by the convention center off of 9th Street is Salu Bakery. And I've gone past it a bunch of times. Like, oh, cool, bakery. Like, whatever. I love baked goods. They have an honest-to-goodness wheat, like flour mill, in a stone mill inside of the building. <laughs> like when they built this bakery into the bottom floor of an apartment building, they're like, you know what we need? An old-fashioned stone mill. And someone was like, yeah, sounds great. We should do that. So I got to go in there and poke around as they were making um, bread from flour and like from stuff that they milled there. It was, it was Can awesome. you imagine if you lived in the apartment building and you smelled fresh bread and it being oh. baked every day? 
totally like added benefit. I, you know what? I, I live nearly above a CBD store, so I would take the bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love a bakery. That would be great. It's Papa John's and a CBD store in my neighborhood. So you know what? Bring on the fresh baked bread. That would be incredible. Yes. So um, Jonathan Bethany, also the guy who runs Salu Bakery, is just a character, and we need more of him in our lives. Check it out. I first got into the, the stone milling in California. <laughs> Ironically enough, the, the fellow who really got me into its name was Dave Miller. <laughs> it's not a run-of-the-mill day at Salu Bakery in Northeast. Jonathan Bethany is whipping up organic bread with recovered ingredients. Imperfect Foods approached us about this and, you know, gave us a list of, of, of different foods that were going to be thrown away. Imperfect Foods donated 1,000 pounds of ingredients to six D.C. area restaurants to make zero waste menu items. This week, for each one purchased, they'll donate $5 to D.C. Central Kitchen. So my, mo my mother loves this bread. She's always been trying to get me to make this bread. It's a jalapeno cheddar bread, and I never would make it. You know, we like to toast and soak and malt grains and use that to build the flavor, not just add cheese and, you know, vegetables into bread. But this was the perfect opportunity because we had the jalapenos that were going to waste, and we combined that with some grade B uh, cheese from one of our farmers. I mean, my goodness, I was just like craving the. Oh my God, that looks so good. Doesn't it? Right? <laughs> you just see so like good. it. Mm. Yeah, and he has like the stone oven. I was like, can I just hang out here? And he's like, no, you need to go home. <laughs> you know, our neighbor uh, had a stone oven uh, during the pandemic. She would make us fresh loaves of bread almost every day. Uh, they moved a month ago. Oh no, Kel, and, I'm so sorry. Yeah, they took the oven with them. They took an, a stone oven with them? Yeah. 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 It, it, How do you it, get a stone oven in and then it, out of the house? Not my problem. Right. <laughs> that is a skilled mover. <laughs> well, because we thought about buying it off of them, but I'm like, it will just sit there and I won't. I'll, yeah. I won't, I won't know what to do. You won't be it. starting logs on fire inside the stone <laughs> oven to like flop the bread. Around. Yeah. That's <laughs> sweeping it out. That none, none of that is happening. Nope. 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 Uh, are you familiar? Do you use the Nextdoor app in your neighborhood, Cal? Uh, yes, I do. But I, it's starting to bug me. Like, it was cute during the pandemic, but now it's, like, really annoying. I've sold things off of it. I've kept mm. up with neighbors. I find out what's going on. But it's just over the top. But, yes, what is it doing now? So, normally, yeah, it's like, there's a dead squirrel on the corner. Yeah. Or, like, who's that person? Or who needs some free boxes? Well, Nextdoor is getting a little bit sweeter. So, they are launching a Halloween tracker on, on each oh, of the blocks. Oh, that's cute. So people can register like what they're giving away for Halloween. <laughs> that is so cute. So you can yeah. like pick and choose. Okay, they they have the black jelly beans. Let's go somewhere else. Yep, exactly. Oh, they're giving away apples. Oh, they've got full-size Reese's cups <laughs> and stickers. Let's go check them out. Well done. Well totally, done. Totally. So um, they're assuming that uh, about 85% of people are going to figure out some kind of Halloween situation this year. And next door was like, we can get involved in that. They also like you can tag in the neighborhood like scariest decorations and all that stuff. Cute. Yeah. Again, yeah. Um, just, you know, be mindful of who you're going to visit on Halloween. But yeah, I thought that was super cute. Like way to like bring the street together a little bit. And maybe it'll stop people from talking about like stupid stuff on Nextdoor too. Yeah. I don't know. Speaking of algorithms, I don't know the algorithm on Nextdoor, but the alerts that I get, I'm like, I don't 
Okay. All right. I, this is not really what I'm interested in, but thanks for sharing that there's a, um, I don't know, a raccoon in your front yard that's eating a pine cone. I just good for you. (laughs) What the worst part is there are then 48 comments about the raccoon pro and anti pine cone. Which is unbelievable. Where did you people come from? Or anti-raccoon as as well. The anti-raccoon crowd comes in and then the pine cone, pro-pine cone, but anti-raccoon. And there's pro-raccoon, but anti-pine cone. It just becomes an all-out brawl. over. Everyone has opinion. (laughs) Absolutely. So I can't imagine there being any opinions about sugary candy being given out in neighborhoods. (laughs) Some of the next door folks are like, oh, maybe we should have rethought that. Well, at least Halloween's not canceled. That is very true. And if you want to put up um, on your next door how great our podcast is, I'm sure that won't start any controversy either. But go ahead and do it. There's plenty of shows for you to catch up. Our past shows all on anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow, like, subscribe, give five stars, give a review, even if you feel like we don't deserve it. We'll see you next time.